2: Hello and welcome to episode 133 of the Love Life Connection podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. And if we aren't connected on Instagram, please make sure that we are. I'm at Veronica E. Grant. And you guys who are already there know that I'm super active on Insta stories as well as my DMs. So please, please send me a DM there and let me know how you're liking these coaching episodes, what you want more of, what you want less of, what topics you want me to talk about on the podcast. This podcast is for you, my friends, it is not for me. So please let me know what you want to hear more of what's most helpful, so that I can create the best content that I possibly can for you. And speaking of Instagram, I want to know how you are listening to these episodes. So are you walking your dog? Are you doing dishes? Are you commuting? Are you doing something else? Snap a photo of yourself or your surroundings or wherever you are listening to this episode and tag me at Veronica E. Grant and use the hashtag love life connection. And you can either put that on your Instagram feed or you can put it on your IG stories. And I would love to see how you are listening. And at the end of the summer, I will pick someone to win a free coaching spot with me for the podcast. So make sure that you post so that I can enter you into the little contest that I'm running. So thank you so much for sharing about the Love Life Connection on all the social channels. And again, make sure you connect with me on Instagram so that I can get to know you and support you more and know what you want to hear more of and less of on the podcast. And again, I'm at Veronica E. Grant. Okay, so today's episode is a little bit different now it is a coaching episode, and you know if you've been listening to the podcast for the past couple of months, you know this is not my first rodeo. We've had lots of coaching clients on the podcast, but today's a little bit different because we're actually going to be talking more about business, which I'm super excited to chat about because I could talk about shop all day long. But before we get there, I just want to let you know that my Date Yourself Challenge is coming up. So my Date Yourself Challenge, I've been running it for the past two or three years. Over 5,000 women have gone through the challenge. It's incredible. And it's probably how a lot of you have found me. It's still the number one way that I've grown my audience. So if you've done the Date Yourself Challenge, I'm so glad you found me through that. And I hope that you do it again, because I think it's always great to go through some of the basics over and over again, because sometimes the basics are all we need. And we just kind of forget those because we lose sight and get distracted in all the details of life. So if you'd like to join, head over to veronicagrant.com forward slash Date Yourself Challenge, and I will be reopening the prop up Facebook group for the challenge. So if you want to connect with me there and connect with me, the other women that are in the challenge, that will be the place to do it. And if you're new to the challenge, it's exactly what it sounds like. For five days, I'm going to guide you to have mini dates with yourself. Some dates will be what you expect, like maybe involve a glass of wine or maybe taking yourself out to a drink or a cup of coffee or something, but of course, you know me, I've always got a little trick up my sleeve and we're going to have tons of fun because the challenge pushes you to really explore what's keeping you stuck because you and I both know tender isn't really the problem and it's not really the lack of quality men. There's something else going on and if you're still with me, then I think at least a part of you or maybe a big part of you also believes in the 80-20 rule when it comes to relationships and that is finding Finding love is the inside job. It's 80% of the work. The 20% is like the profile and the texting and like the other kind of more shallow things. But like doing the deeper work and really finding out what's keeping you stuck and focusing on the relationship with yourself and healing some old wounds or old limiting beliefs, that is really going to be how you grow. And this challenge is a great way to begin to get a taste of the inner work required to get unstuck and to get out of your own way and into the right relationship for you. So the date yourself challenge is a hundred percent free. So head over to veronicagrant.com forward slash date yourself challenge. And the link is also gonna be available in the show notes. So again, if you are new and have never done the challenge, then please don't miss out because this is gonna be the last one I'm running this year and it's tons of fun. I mean it's I look, I don't wanna be all like you know, exaggerating, but people literally have told me that it's life changing. So please don't miss this opportunity for this free event. And if you have done the Date Yourself Challenge before, then I would love to see you back again, because I always believe that going through something once is great. Going through something two, three, four, even five times is even better so that you really let the lessons sink in and the lessons really become your new way of being and your habits rather than like, okay, that's a nice idea, but I can't actually keep up with that in real life. And then of course, get your friends on board. You are allowed to invite friends, co workers, siblings, moms, daughters, whoever whoever you think would benefit and maybe needs a little kick in the pants in their love life. You can send them to the same link, veronicagrant.com forward slash date yourself challenge. I really do believe that a rising tide lifts all boats, and the more women that are in the dating pool, coming from this place. And I think that's also just going to raise the overall tide, which includes the 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 men and the people that um, we might be seeking in terms of a romantic relationship. Okay, so enough of the Date Yourself Challenge. I will see you there. I will see you in the Facebook group. So let's get back to today's episode. So today, my caller is Claudia. And Claudia is a dear client of mine. And she was actually in the last round of the Love Incubator, which is my small group coaching program. And just by the way, little plug here, another round Of my small group coaching program will be opening up later this month and will be starting in September. So you'll hear more information about that. Um, So just make sure I just want you to have that on your radar, keep your eyes and ears open for that. But, anyways, Claudia has gone through a massive transformation in her life. Now, it was not an overnight transformation, it wasn't even a transformation that took place over just the course of a few days, few weeks, or even a few months. It was a pretty massive transformation that she's going to share a little bit more about in our call today. So I'm not going to get too into it right now. But the important thing is now she's beginning to be able to see the light at the end of the tunnel. She's really feeling like she's at a place where she's at the other side and she's really creating a new way of living for herself and a new way of dating and being in relationship. And now she wants to help other women get unstuck and help them live life on their own terms. Now, what I love about this is if you recall from episode 110, it was another solo episode I did, and I talked about the five phases of personal development. Now I'm not going to go into them today. Please listen to episode 110 if you haven't already. It's a really good episode just to see kind of which phase you're in and like then where you might get stuck in that phase and how to get to the next phase so you can keep growing. Anyways, of the five phases. The fifth phase obviously is the last, but it's also kind of optional. Not everyone necessarily gets into the fifth phase. And what the fifth phase is all about is you've gone through this transformation and now you want to turn around and you want to help women through their own struggles, through their own challenges. And and specifically, you want to help women who have gone through similar or, or going down similar paths that you just went down. And so that's like the ultimate, you know, form of, you know, reaching like a, not that there's like ever like an end point to your journey, because as you'll hear from Claudia in just a moment, she obviously has more things she wants to accomplish in both her business, but also in her personal life. And, um, and and so it's not like you're ever quote unquote done, but it's like, okay, I'm a few steps ahead now. And I know there's a few women behind me who might need my help too, because I can relate to them. I know exactly where they are. So if you ever found yourself in that phase, maybe you're a coach, or maybe you're thinking about a coach, or maybe you want to, maybe in a more informal way help people who are going through what you've just gone through, then that is the fifth phase of personal development. That's where Claudia is. However, like a lot of new coaches and a lot of new business owners, she's totally stuck and overwhelmed with where to start in her business. And most people immediately file for an LLC and then talk to an accountant and, you know, do all like some of the back end stuff, hire a photographer and start creating their own website. And but really have, and and maybe even they're spending tons and tons of money on like a lawyer or a designer or a photographer. And, I think all of that is actually a pretty big mistake when you're first starting out. Now, maybe at one point I'll do an episode on really the beginnings of my business and how I got to where I am today, because that, that's a longer story than what I'm going to share right now in the intro. But I would, but what I will tell you for right now, and I think I've mentioned this on the podcast before, is that I spent tons and tons of time like my first year in business just tinkering on my website and fixing this and fixing that and making like the most beautifully designed graphics for like my grand total, like 100 followers on Instagram or Facebook. And the truth is, is that none of that stuff is going to get and never didn't get me clients. And it's not going to get you clients too. So if you're, if you're struggling over like, oh, your website, or should you be an LLC or a soul prep, or what kind of bank account do you need, then you're really just procrastinating. And there's a really good chance that you're really just allowing fear to run the show because actually doing what you need to do in order to make money and get clients is really hard and it's vulnerable. And you're probably going to get rid Rejected a lot more than once and so we kind of don't want to do that and so it feels safe to hide behind a website and i know this because I was there so if you're like nodding your head because you're a coach or you're thinking about being a coach or you're a business owner of some sort then you can probably relate to this on some point on some level and know that maybe what you're doing is not what's going to get you the clients and the money that you need in order to support yourself. So if you're new in business or you are not really getting the results that you want, then you're going to love this episode because I'm going to break it down exactly what you need to do step by step by step. Now, yes, there will be some variances depending on what kind of business you have and what kind of business you want to have. But if you are looking for One on one clients, or any type of service based business, whether you're a nutritionist or a yoga teacher or an energy healer or any kind of coach, then what I'm going to break down to Claudia in this episode is going to be a really, really good place for you to start as well. And even if you're not in business now, I will get back into just re- regular types of coaching and topics that I normally talk about in this podcast. But I just want to do this episode because I get asked this question a lot. And so I wanted to have an episode on it. And the other thing is, even if you're not in business, and I think it still might be really fun for you to listen to, because I think that even if you're not an entrepreneur, I think in some ways, we're all entrepreneurs, meaning that we can create like some sort of entrepreneurial spirit within our own companies or, or places of work that we work for currently, um, so that you can get, raises and promotions and really become a leader within your own company to really create the financial life or the career success that you really want to create. And also, who knows, maybe it will spark an idea. You know, I had a client and I know she's probably listening to this episode. um, So you know who you are. But she came to work with me being, being in business was like, so not on her radar at all. And now she's starting her own business. So I want you to keep an open mind, listen up and see what, you know, it takes, see what kind of ideas come. And even if you aren't going to start a business and you know, that's definitely true for you, how can you still apply these tactics that I talk about with Claudia to your own life so that you can really take the driver's seat in your own life, whether again, it's in your career or finances or even love life to really be in charge and create the life that you want. Okay. So, So without further ado, let's get to my conversation with Claudia. Hi, Claudia. Welcome to the show. And what's your question?
1: How can I help you? Hi, Veronica. It's uh, so good to be here. It's nice to talk to you.
2: I'm so excited to chat with you again. This is going to be fun.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So my question is, um, well, we've been working together uh, a while now, Mm -hmm. and well, you helped me along the path of finding love. I'm, I'm still searching for that. But my question is, you've inspired me to go for my dream, and my dream is I really want to become a coach. Oh, so that's my question to you. <laughs> advice on how do I get started? How do I do it? Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. I love this question. I love coaching. So I'm. I I just think we need more coaches in the world. Um, I think we need more people doing this work. I think more people are becoming conscious of the status quo. It's not been working. And so I'm just so glad that this is your question and that this is your dream. So, okay. I have a couple questions that I just want to ask. Now, again, like you mentioned, we work together. So obviously I know you, you're in the love incubator. Um, And this, so this is something that came up a little bit ago, but we didn't really talk too much about it. So what, if anything, have you done, like, have you done any research? Have you done any training programs? Like, what have you already done? Or, and if nothing is the answer, that's fine too. I just want to know where we're starting from.
1: Well, um, I've been doing the um, the exercises you gave me, just to okay. start on growing myself, and okay. getting the experience. Um, I've signed up for a program, um, but I'm looking to start a coaching program, um, so basically, I haven't done really anything.
2: Bible. Okay, so you, you sign up for a a program, but it's not like a coach training program, correct? No, no. It's okay, just to do as a person as well. Okay, okay. So a few things um, that I will just get started with, and then we'll dive more into specifically what your coaching business is going to look like. Um, so the first, the very there's two there's two big things. Okay, um, maybe three. But it'd be like point one, point two, point two A. Um, okay, so point one is the most important thing to do if you're a coach or if you want to be a coach is to be your own best client. Okay, yeah. that's like by far the most important thing. So when it's not that you have to be perfect, it's not that you can never feel uncomfortable feelings, or it's not that you can ever like, you know, watch something like the bachelorette on TV, which I love to do. Um, but it's more about just really being integrity. Like, are you sitting there from your pedestal telling all your people, your audience what to do, but you're not really living that, or at least not like on that path with that intention. Right. Again, you don't have to be perfect. And so, um, that's like the number one thing is just to be your own best client, um, and, and start coaching yourself through specific like, like beliefs or thoughts that come up or situations that you're in. Like, okay, if I were a coach in this situation and my client was, you know, going through this, what would I, you know, coach them to do? What would I advise them to do? Um, so that's like by far number, number, number one, by far, Um, a close number two, and maybe it's even tied. I'm not really sure is it's also really, really important to be coached right? And yeah, I want to keep doing that as well. Yeah. So to be coached and I, I made this mistake when I first started as a coach, like totally going to admit it. Like I had never worked with a coach one-on-one. And I really do believe that if you want to be a coach, you really do, sh- you really should work with someone one-on-one um, because there's a lot of reasons for that. Um, you know, I had done some group work before, you know, before I started becoming a, before I decided to become a coach. And obviously that helps me with my own personal growth, but the experience of working one-on-one is just not like anything else. And it's really important when, you know, when when you're on a discovery call with potential client and you've never worked one-on-one with someone, that means you've never been in the situation that your potential client is in. And it's my personal belief that that's out of integrity my personal belief. Now, some people might disagree, but it's, I think it's out of integrity. And like, I've literally been on the phone with clients before potential clients. And maybe some of them are listening and like, Oh yeah, I remember when she said that to me, but I've literally been on the phone where I'm said, where I've said, look, I know how scary this is. This is a big investment of time. It's a big investment of money. It's a big investment of energy. So I know how scary this is because, and I know because I've been there and I've been there thinking like, Oh crap, if this doesn't work, then I'm really screwed because then I'm just going to have a lot less money too, right? And, and so being able to connect with my client or potential client on that level has really helped just literally from a business standpoint, because I'm able to really like, Hey, I know what it's like. Um, but I just think it's really important, um, for integrity, but also I think it's really important because you learn, I think the most coaching from being coached. I've taken two coach training programs and, um, one of them was great. One of them was like, meh. Um, but the, where I learned how to really coach and the it is being coached myself.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And so, yeah, so I just want to, I just want just to just start off with that because like, I think these are just two things that you've just got to do if you want to be a coach. Okay. I agree. Um, Right. Okay. So, beyond that, do you have any idea of what kind of problem you want to help people solve or what kind of client you want to work with?
1: Basically, I want to work with me and the
2: people Uh like me. Okay. So describe that person. Now, I know, obviously, you know, you, but describe like, what are those specific problems that she's facing and what specifically can you help her resolve?
1: Well, um, first most, well, I do, I have uh, a chronic disease, so that's going to be one of my areas I'm going to be focusing on. Perfect. And finding people who also have it or something similar or having a burnout or whatever, that that's associated with, associated with that. Okay. And work backwards from that, saying, okay, we're going to start. Um, why did you get that? Um, I don't mean as a blame, just because, just like the way you worked with me, saying, okay, you have to get in touch with your inner child. your true self. Get mm-hmm. aligned with yourself. And that would be my main focus. And then focus on the future. What can you do in the future to improve your life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I want to do these all in a, in a, in a, in a in an ambience of, of positivity, not of complaining. Or so.
2: Right. Right. So, okay. What were the, um, what, okay, this is, this is, I want to talk to this a little bit, but I also want you to do this on your own. What I want you to do is I want you to basically draw a big timeline of your life. Um, and start putting in like events, right? Things that happen to you. Um, big things, but also the small little things that are coming up. And, I'm, and I know you probably have a lot of these already just from the work we've done. But start putting it on a timeline. And um, and actually, even right now, you can actually just close your eyes for a moment because I know you already have a sense of what your timeline is. It's your life. Um, yeah. So you're familiar with it. <laughs> and just close your eyes for a second and bring this timeline into your mind and just imagine that you're kind of getting like this aerial view of your timeline from the moment you were born all the way up until now and usually along this path there is certainly at least one but possibly a couple what we would call turning points When either you made a big realization, when something dramatically changed and maybe it was like a turning point that was just not expected, maybe because of a life, like a death or a breakup or something like that. Do you have any of those coming to mind right now, these turning points? Yes. I have two big, big moments. Okay. What are these two big moments? they Actually the
1: same. they are the two times in my life that I really stood up for myself and went in another direction.
2: Okay. So where were you going and where did you turn to?
1: I moved away from my parents' house and my latest turning point was moving to another country.
2: Okay. So you moved away from your parents' house. Is that what you said? Yeah. And moved to another country. Yeah, away from my ex. Okay, you said that moving to another country was with your ex, or did you do this on your own? Well, in theory, we did it together, but I did it on my own. Okay, I understand. I understand. Okay, so what was the direction that you were? Talk me through these turning points. Like, um, what? Where were you going at that time? And then the turning point thing happens we'll start with the first one you moved away from your parents home so what was your direction i was where you were going then
1: i had big plans for what i wanted to do with my life with my future and i couldn't take it anymore being res- restricted to their point of view so that was the point the moment my volcano exploded I, I just couldn't take it anymore and i snapped
2: and went for it okay okay so you're basically living someone else's life as someone else's expectations you was it like a big blow-up thing or was it more of like a situation of like the last straw on the camel's back type of thing that got you to move out?
1: Well, yeah, it was the last straw and there was no big discussion. It was really very passive, passive of me. Mm-hmm. I just did it. Mm-hmm. Okay. The drama came afterwards,
2: but in the moment it was just doing it. Okay, perfect. And then once you moved out of your parents' house, what was the new direction? Where were you headed or what were the goals or the new beliefs
1: I I kind of got stuck. I had this this big wave of energy that came over me, so mm-hmm. I, I moved out, and then I just got stuck with my I moved in with my then ex, now my ex, my boyfriend at the time, and instead of going ahead with my plans and looking for my own apartment and and starting a new life, mm-hmm. I ended up with him and just got stuck in another situation. Got it.
2: Living somebody else's life again. Okay. This is so good. And here's the reason why I'm asking you this because you might be like, okay, Veronica, what's the point? Um, here's the thing, like and people listening to this can probably maybe not even realize they're relating to this, but so many people have wanted to be my client because of my origin story and because of what I share about some crappy relationship or crappy ex-boyfriend that I have, right? So really asking yourself these really detailed questions like I'm doing now is so important for you as you're starting a coaching business, especially when basically you want to work with an older version of yourself because that's how my business started. And honestly, it really is still that way. I mean, now that it's expanded, like I'm not just working with like the 20-something corporate person, right? Who's trying to figure out life, like there's different demographics and everything like that. Um, but it certainly started out with, and, and, and even still, like I'm still constantly talking about my, my story and everything like that. And so what it, your assignment is going to be to really break down what happened and really writing out your origin story and just writing it on a piece of paper or computer or whatever doesn't matter this is not your about page is not your sales page is not anything but you just getting really clear because people are going to want to work with you because they can relate to your story because they see themselves in you and they want now what you have. And on a more practical sense, like this is what's going to be part of your marketing, right? When you're posting on Instagram, you're going to be referring, you're not going to tell your whole story every single time, but you're certainly going to be referring to it. And certainly your about page and also your work with me page and all those kind of things. So the more clear you can get on this the better it is. And this is really what branding is, right? People think about branding as like your font or your colors or whatever. And like, honestly, you could get a full client docket without a website, right? I'm just going to say that. So please don't waste time or money on a website right now because you're just not, that stuff's not important, but I don't think you need to, I don't think anyone needs to focus on that from the get go. I think you can make money else um, other ways, other ways. So what I, yeah, so that's, that's the first thing. And so kind of like how I was doing, and I don't want to spend all our time you breaking down your origin story. I want to move on to other things. So I'm not going to talk about it more, but you can kind of see where I'm going with this. Right. Yeah. And so far I can see your story. Like, this is so great because you were living at home. Your parents were very much like dictating what you were doing. Like they were, they were basically running your life and they're, living vicariously through them, you you gave your power away to them and you thought maybe that was just the way it was. And then over time you realize, oh yeah, I don't live like this. I'm not going to live like this. And you've got a moment of strength and courage to leave. But you can say, and this can be part of your origin story, like you didn't do the deeper work in order to actually change that habit or pattern from, you know, you know, at the root of it. And so you just got yourself into the same situation again with a partner, right? And then you had to go through that whole thing and all the things that happened in that relationship to finally leave that relationship and really discover who you are and start leading your own path. And then of course you can weave the burnout and the chronic disease there as as well and how that played out. But like, this is like the core of your story. And that's like, Super relatable. I'm sure there's plenty of women listening to this that can be like raising their hand, like, "Oh yeah, that's me." Right? Mm-hmm. There are so many,
1: and right. I, and I really want to help people and and help them earlier than I found
2: help. Right, right, exactly. And that's and that's what's going to really drive your, your sales. And that's really what drives, you know, if you read my work with me page and all that kind of stuff, I'm constantly saying things like, Hey, this is my origin story. This is all the crap that I went through. And I want to help you to like, not deal with all this shit that I went through. Right. And so, and, and, and so that's exactly it. Right. And I just yeah. want to reiterate that you also have to be your own best client. So whatever you want to give to your clients, you have to be giving yourself that like 10 X mm-hmm. more, right. Cause that's going to really be integrity. And also it's going to help you keep your cup full so that you don't feel like you're just giving, giving, giving because ultimately your business will drain. And that's kind of like a side note, but I just said that just because you said, I I know that you're a giver um, and I just want to make sure we don't fall too far into like being an over giver.
1: Okay. Yeah. That's no good either.
2: (laughs) Okay. Um, All right. So here's, the next thing that I want you to do. And I have my, um, I have a couple of coaching clients or I guess clients who are coaches. And so this is a big project. And so I want to just talk you through this, um, because this is really what got my business off the ground. I will just share with you that the first, oh, I don't know, six to seven months or so of my business, all I did all day was just tinker on my website and like fix my about page and like spend all this time creating like really beautiful Instagram graphics that weren't even that pretty. Um, but obviously aren't going to make money or get, get clients. You know, it's not that like you should have ugly Instagram pictures, but it just shouldn't have been the priority when you're first starting out and trying to just get money in the door. Right. So, um, so what really just like where really started making money when I really started creating a business is when I actually started talking to people. And yeah. so the earlier that you can start talking to people, the better. So I want you to do a couple of things. And I'm going to talk you through both. And we can kind of decide which one might be best to do first. Um, but I want you to do two things. One thing I want you to do is I want you to write a business announcement to people. And I'm almost thinking now that I said that, that's almost the second thing that I want you to do. Um, but we can talk about it. So a business amount announcement, so just basically everyone you know, just sharing what you're up to um, and asking people, you know, if they know anyone who would be interested in this kind of work, basically asking for referrals. Um, you can also have people sign up for an email newsletter. I don't know if we're quite there yet. I'm just kind of thinking through this out loud. Um, but the next thing, or I shouldn't say next thing, the second thing we can talk about, which, which is first, and I think this thing is actually going to be first, is... I want you to make a goal of having at least at least 25 conversations, but really more of like 50 to 75 conversations, okay, with people. Okay. Now, here are these people we're talking about. These aren't sales calls. These aren't potential clients. Well, maybe they're potential clients, but like you're not seeing them as potential clients or sales calls. They are literally just informational interviews. Okay. okay. I will tell you what I did is I went onto Facebook and I messaged every single female friend I had on Facebook. I didn't care if we hadn't talked to each other in years. I didn't care if I was like, how do I know this person again? Like I just messaged every single. I didn't care about their relationship status. I just wanted to know if they were single, what were their struggles with dating? If they were in a relationship or married, did they struggle with dating? If so, what shifted if they didn't struggle with dating at all? what was different about them from the women that were struggling. Right. And so you're going to have all these conversations. I recommend doing something like Uber conference, which is free um, so that you can, um, I don't know if that's actually available in Europe, but maybe, I don't know. There was something I'm sure equivalent. Yeah, Yeah. So that you can record them. Um, I mean, obviously ask for their permission. If they don't want to be recorded, that's fine. Just take good notes. Um, But basically what you're looking for is you're looking for what their fears are, what their struggles are, and what it is that they really want. So you're really looking for those three things. And so after you have these conversations, you'll go through these conversations and literally just have three charts. Of, okay i'm going to write all the struggles here i'm going to write all the fears here i'm going to write or, and the problems and i'm going to write all of the things that they want here right so you just literally have it out in front of you and then i mean I'm, i mean i know i'm giving a lot of of steps and i'm kind of maybe getting a little ahead of myself but then once you do that well i'll just tell you i did that i i messaged i will tell you i messaged hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of women um If you don't know that many people, I don't know how many Facebook friends you have, you just go into Facebook groups, right. And find those people there. Um, but I messaged tons and tons of women and I ended up having about 30 conversations. So know that most people aren't going to respond. Most people will say no, but don't get disheartened. Right. I have sometimes clients say, well, I messaged like 10 people and no one's signed up yet. I'm like 10 people. You have like a thousand more to go. So keep going, um, and this is really what weeds people out of who's serious about having a business and who's not serious about having a business. Because um, this is just the work that everyone has to do, right? Like how, how successful their business is today. When they started, they had to do this kind of stuff. It's and it's just it's just how it is. Um, so. So what I did is basically I had these conversations and I created this chart of the fears, the struggles, the solutions, whatever, all that kind of stuff. And from that, A, I had exact word for word wording. So this literally became stuff that was on my website, right? Like, because like, do you struggle with, I didn't make up, but like, I just used what people told me on the phone, (laughs) right? Because I, I, I heard the word for word struggle, how they phrased it. And um and I knew I could help them with it. So why make work harder for me and like try to come up with my own copy? I'm like, no, I'm just gonna do what they said. Um okay. or use what they said. Um no. and so from these interviews, A, I was able to write all the copy for my website. B, I was able to um I was able to have I I, I hosted my first webinar and that's how I got my first clients. Okay. Yeah. Because I was like, hey, if you struggle with da-da-da-da-da, you should come to this free webinar, right? And so then I was literally teaching on what people were telling me they were struggling with. And then I talked about some, not like overwhelming, but talked about some easy solutions and things to start doing and maybe address also what the bigger problem was and why the problem wasn't getting solved. And then I said, oh, by the way, I have some spots open for one-on-one clients if you're interested in. Achieving, da 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 da. So I used what they wanted, right, from the interviews and schedule a free call with me. And so they did. And that's how I got clients, right? And at that time, I wasn't charging that much money, right? I didn't want money to be like, I had some money issues. We won't get into that. I didn't want to, like, have to be struggling with that. It wasn't as much, it was nowhere near such money as I charge now. It was, um, and I just, um, and, and yeah, it just really helped me to really stand into my expertise or being the expert of, Hey, I can help people with this. And I'm going to stand in that space and not like, Oh, am I bothering them? Or, Oh, are they going to think I'm salesy? But I was like, Hey, I can help you with da, 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 Let's talk about it. And this is how much it's going to cost. Um, so as a coach, I recommend, you know, starting like that with one-on-one, if you want to do programs down the line, I love that, but I think you should really start with one-on-one. So I know I just sped a whole bunch of information at you. So tell me how this is landing. Oh, this is super helpful. Um,
1: yeah, you you got me back to to basics. I was already in the sky flying around, but this is, this is great. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, so often people are like, "Oh, website this," or "Oh, do I need to file for LLC?" or "Oh, I need to call an accountant." And like, I'm like, no, just set up a separate bank account, set up a PayPal account. That's like literally the only logistical stuff you need to do, right? Like don't, don't have people pay your personal account. I will say that set up a separate one. It doesn't have to be a business account, but just set up another account so that everything's super clean. You can pay yourself in that account, but like don't have personal and business mixed up. because that's just going to get messy.
1: Set up a PayPal
2: account so people can pay you over the phone. If you have a PayPal business account, then um, there's a virtual terminal where you can take people's credit card over the phone, or you can send people an invoice too. I usually take um, credit card over the phone. Um, That's just how I usually do it, um, at least for the first payment. Um, And so that's like, in terms of tech, that's all you need. Yeah, that's easy. Um, You know, for, for, for right now. And then once you get into the stage of like, okay, I'm going to have a workshop or I'm going to grow an email list Um, you can still keep that super simple. And like, you don't need to have like this big designer design a whole website. And in fact, I recommend not doing that because it's going to take probably like, at least a year, if not a couple or a few years to really like, um, fit into like, what your, what your, um, who your business is going to be, right? Like, I've been in my business for about four years or so. And I'm just at the point now where I'm like going to be stopping DIYing my website soon and probably hire someone who can really help me with the branding and taking it just to the next level. Um, But other than that, like it's all been, now I now have a VA who does my website, but like I write all the copy. I do a lot of like the branding. I mean, she does like the colors and stuff, but in terms of like the feel of it, like I still do all that, but um, I'm going to be hiring someone probably at the end of this year, or next year to up level that. And I'm four years in, right? So please don't spend a bunch of money. I, I see people who have beautiful websites, but they don't have a client because their brand doesn't really say anything because they have, and it's not because they're bad. It's just because they haven't really fit into like, what's their message? Like, who are they really as a business and as a coach and what really attracts people to them? Um, so, you know, other than, and also when you do these calls, There's a couple ways you could do it, right? Um, You know, you could ask for referrals. Um, I I wouldn't turn these into sales calls unless they sound interested just because like you don't want to pull a bait and switch. And really, this truly, really is research for you. Um, Some of those people I did research with have become either business partners or um, uh, clients because they're like, hey, I'm actually kind of interested in this. Can we talk about what coaching would look like? Right. Um, so if that happens, then by all means, like go for it. But yeah, of course, I'm not going to say no. <laughs> right, right. Right. But this isn't like a hey, can we do a research call? You ask a bunch of questions. And, oh, by the way, you want to work with me? Like that's just that's It's, that it's, it's, it's kind of icky. So don't do that. I think it would be totally fine to send a thank you email after these calls. Say thank you so much for helping me to do this. Um, if you want to send them like a free gift, like a free audio or a free meditation. I mean that you don't have to do that. That might be a little bit too much depending on where you are. Um, but you could say, thank you so much for helping me the, with this. I'm really excited about my business. If you want to keep in touch with, you know, what's going to happen with my business, let me know. So I can add you to my email list when I'm ready to get that going. I would love to send you a weekly blog post or whatever. Um, and you could also say, and if you know anyone else who would be interested in this, let me know. Right, and that could be a potential client. At the very least, it could just be another informational interview. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I think that's where you should start. You know, there's a lot. There's a couple of tech things. You know, the PayPal the bank account, um, having a landing page for your webinar, and then you know, having something like Zoom like this for your webinar platform. But I, I think you're still maybe like at least a couple months down from that because this will take a little bit to. Um, get all these phone calls in because you will be sending a lot of people messages who won't respond or say no. or No, and it's up.
1: summer as well. Do what? It's summer right now.
2: People are are in summer mood. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, people might be a little bit checked out too. Um, so this isn't like in my normal coaching call because I'm like, okay, what does your inner child say about this? But obviously this is... Um, this my is, inner child is jumping up and down. She's really excited. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's it's so funny because I, I still remember that coaching conversation that we had when, I don't remember what you said, um, and maybe you do, but we were just chatting and I was like, Claudia, have you thought about being a coach? Yes. <laughs> and you're like, um, yes, and you I don't know if you just didn't think of bringing it up or like if you were like shy or embarrassed to bring it up or whatever, but like I just totally see this in you. I saw it in you then too, and I'm just so excited for you. Yeah. Well, um, it
1: was so typical you have this big dream and mm-hmm. then it's buried buried under all the prejudice of everyone say you can't do that and you shouldn't do that and all the negative stuff yeah and it was good that you brought it up and then for me it opened up the possibility again so i said okay i'm going for it yeah
2: and that can be part of your story right like i was living under other people's ideas or beliefs of me and 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 then once i you know, got out of that, not only did my life change in all of these ways, but it also changed because I finally got the desire to live my dreams. Right. And, 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 and pursue my dream. And and that's going to be like the big thing. So your ideal client is going to, or are going to be, I don't know if you want to work with just women, but you know, people Probably. who yeah. um, feel like their dreams and the, their characteristics and their personality has been stifled by other people and they want and they have bigger dreams for themselves and they have big ideas for themselves, but they are stifled by either their partners or their parents or coworkers or their boss or whoever. I mean, it doesn't matter who it is. Right. Um, yeah. And, and that's, that's a huge gift to give someone to allow them to, or, or not allow them, but to give them the space to heal so that they too can pursue their dreams or whatever it is. It doesn't have to be entrepreneurial women. Um, it could just be women who have big dreams. Right. Maybe the big dream is just like go on a big vacation every year. Right. But they feel like they can't cause they've been told that like it's frivolous or whatever. Right. So, um, uh, the big dream doesn't necessarily have to be even career related.
1: Yeah. Even if it's just starting a new hobby, yeah, just something for themselves.
2: Yeah. I love this. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So, um, yeah, so I recommend starting with the interviews. I just I think that's going to give you a lot of clarity and then it's also going to help you with your business announcement email that you send out to people. Um just to have a lot more clarity of like um this is my business is, this is who I help, this is how I help them. That way they can be better suited to see if they'd be a good potential fit for your business or if they know someone who would be a good potential it. and again you're not and whether it's the interview calls or the business announcement email you're not telling people asking people hey work with me but it's like hey if you want to keep in touch if you want to um, stay updated on my blog or however you choose to later communicate with your audience you know let me know send me your email and then and then you can just put it in a spreadsheet and then once you have all those emails and you're ready to start you know a weekly blog or whatever, You can just easily upload that to MailChimp, um, something like that. And then you've already got an email list. So it's like a win-win for everyone. And you, you, I mean, I think you could have a business with just honestly an email list and like, whatever, I won't get into all that kind of stuff, but (laughs) um, you, you could have a profitable business with just an email list and then pay someone to do your website later on when you have funds from the business to pay for that. Oh, okay. I get, as you could tell, I just go on and on and on and on and on about this. So I will not because I don't want to overwhelm you. Um, so before I let you go, do you feel I know you feel excited your inner child jumping up and down. Do you feel complete like you've got stuff to work on over the next couple of months? Yes, absolutely.
1: I have more clarity and just talking to you helped um, okay. getting me started in a good direction. Awesome.
2: I love that. And we haven't talked about this in a few minutes, but do make sure you continue writing out your origin story, like write out that timeline, put all these little events in and then just write everything out. And again, that's not going to be your whole about page, but like you're literally just writing like an autobiography or memoir of yourself almost. And then you're going to just, that's going to make life so much easier. So in addition to doing these two things we talked about, make sure you still do that because You're going to constantly be pulling from that to write your about page, to write Instagram posts, to write a blog post. So if you can just do that now and just like in one sitting, just sit there and write out your timeline and then just write the stories out for each little space and really get clear on what the turning points were, what different, what was different, what changed, what was the catalyst for change. That's going to help so, so much too. Okay. Yeah. Good. Awesome. Good job. I'm so excited for you and I can't wait to see where this takes you. Yeah, you too. We'll keep in touch, of course. Yes, definitely. Okay, so there you have it. And there's one thing that I said to Claudia in our coaching call that I want to emphasize and re-emphasize over and over again. And in fact, I don't think I could emphasize it enough. And I want you to notice how I made a joke to Claudia that some of my other life coaching clients have been upset, because they've reached out to 10 or 20 people about having these informational interviews, and have gotten no response, or maybe have only had one or two calls. And I joked, well, you've only sent 10 messages, you've got like a 1000, more to go. And the truth is, is that the number one thing that dating and running a business have in common is that rejection is just a part of it. You can't possibly expect to date and never experience rejection. And likewise, you can't possibly start a business and never expect to experience rejection. You will. When I did these calls myself, like I said, I sent hundreds and hundreds of messages out to every single female friend that I had on Facebook. I didn't care who they were, how I knew them, if I remembered how I knew them in real life, if I never even met them in real life. I didn't care if they were married, single, dating. I wanted to know if dating was easy, why was it easy for them? If dating was hard and then it became easier or they got married, what shifted? If they were single and dating, what was the struggle? What were their fears, beliefs? I wanted to know everything. And that's really how I got my first clients in this business. And like I said, I sent out hundreds and hundreds of messages and probably only had about, I think probably about 30 to 40 calls or, or so. And you know, I've had hundreds of discovery calls and consult calls with potential clients over the life of my business. And even though my close rate is a lot better now, and it's actually fairly good, I've still heard a lot more no's than yes's over the life of my business. In fact, statistically, only about three to 5% of my email subscribers will ever buy from me. And that's pretty standard through the industry. And that's just how it is. And this is what really separates the people who say they want a business and the people who really want a business. Because sometimes it's fucking hard. And I have to remind myself that if it gets too hard and I don't want to do it anymore, I could always go get a job and get a steady paycheck. And then that's where I have to remind myself that that's not the life that I want to create for myself. And so I just go back into deep trust and trusting the process and that I'm on the right path. And so that's why my business has honestly been the biggest catalyst in my own personal growth. And dating can definitely be a huge catalyst in your own personal growth as well, because all your shit comes up. I never thought I had a confidence problem until I sent out my very first newsletter a few years ago. And I think I had 32 people or something like that on my newsletter. And I sent an email out and I got an unsubscriber and I thought I was going to die. I was so embarrassed for sending the email out. I thought I was horrible and I was dumb and I was stupid and no one would ever want to buy from me. And I was just pretty miserable. And I've come a long way since then. You know, now my email list is much larger and I can get, Anywhere from five to 20 subscribers per email. And rather than bulking at that, I'm actually very Happy that people unsubscribe because they're self-selecting out, which means that it's less work for me because I have to go through less subscribers to say, okay, who's not opening my email? I need to clean off my email list. So I actually kind of like it now, and I expect that number, that unsubscribe number, to only grow as my community grows as well. So if I haven't totally scared you off and you're ready to get serious about starting your coaching business or your service-based business or getting it to where you want, want it to be and getting that steady cash and steady client inflow then send me an email at hello at veronicagrant.com or DM me on Instagram, I'm Veronica E. Grant, because I've quietly been taking business coaching clients on for the past few months or so, past six months or so, and I work with these clients over a period of four months or in a half day deep dive to really dive deep into their business or more often than not, a combo of both. And I can help you create a step-by-step plan to get your first clients or to get more consistent clients, a system to be consistently growing your email list and social media following And most importantly, really creating a brand and a message and a business that people are genuinely interested in and want to be a part of. So again, if you're interested in setting up a consult with me to see if coaching for coaches would be the next right step for you, then again, send me an email at hello at veronicagrant.com or DM me on Instagram. I'm Veronica E. Grant, and i love to chat with you to see if I can help you grow your business and your revenue to where you want it to be. All right, my dears, thank you so much for are sticking through a podcast, that might have been a little bit different than the other topics of my show, but I hope you enjoyed it. So either way, come let, come let me know how you like this podcast episode on Instagram. I'm at Veronica E. Grant. And I will see you next week with a brand new episode. Talk then. Thanks for listening to the Love Life Connection podcast. Remember this, wherever you are is exactly where you need to be. You aren't broken. You don't need to be fixed. And even if you've never had the relationship you want before, it doesn't mean you can't have it now.
0: Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time.